What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk and Xbox Podcast, episode number 125, presented by Save the Game Media. I'm your host, Kevin, and I am joined by my usual co-host, Mr. Physical Copy. Ethan, how are you doing, buddy? My fault, everyone. Blame me for this. All right, it is... We already had to move this to 7, because I started work. Now it's 7.20, and we're just getting started here. My fault. We'll get this in order. Don't worry. Bear with me. I promise you guys I won't make this a habit, but thank you all for bearing with me. I'm doing good, Kevin. I've had a rough day, but I'm ready to talk some video games and make it a better day. How are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing all right. I got some got some stuff going on. My uh, I dropped my car off at the uh, the old repair oh, shop yesterday. Fun. All right, because um, I, I got hit in the parking lot about a month oh, ago. Right, yeah. Whatever, a little dent, no big deal. I'm like, this will be easy, all right? They'll, yeah, they'll yeah, fix yeah. this right up. Probably call me same day, and then they're like, oh yeah, so we might have the the bumper in by Friday. I'm like, what are you talk about? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's like best case scenario. And I'm like okay but i need my car like i can't go to work but but Um, a human that it's an adult that needs to do things i need to get toilet paper (laughs) like you don't understand guys all right like we're we're running low here okay so i don't know man i'm just sitting here i'm like this is annoying especially because progressive told them ahead of time like here's everything that needs to be ordered and then they just Mm. didn't do it they just didn't do it yeah they just didn't do it because they're like we want to do our own inspection i was like hate you i hate you people <laughs> fix my car other than that i'm i'm doing all right we're both, dealing, to, with it. We're both dealing with it you know <laughs> ready to talk about some uh video games but oh, yeah. if you are new here this is project x talk and xbox podcast we are live every thursday uh usually five seven who knows sometime eastern time in the evening we will be here yep. live on youtube if you can't catch us live we post every friday morning on your favorite podcast service of choice so please head over there drop us a rating drop us a review it does help us grow if you'd like to interact with us more please come join the discord the link is down in the description below uh been a while since we had a new one really pop in uh, but if you guys want to be that person come hang out talk games i think we were, we were talking hogwarts earlier in there oh, yeah. so we got some stuff going on and if you want to support us further, get early access to Save the Game Media content and exclusive post shows, go over to patreon.com slash save the game media. Choose the tier that's right for you, like our current Patreon supporters. So thank you to Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, Amon, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai at night, Cypher, Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, The Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, and the Xbox Expansion Pass. Thank you for your support. We appreciate every single one of you um and before we go any further i just gotta qu- give a, a quick shout out all right I, I don't do this but i gotta give a shout out to uh friends of the show sean capri and mr bad bit from the trophy room they Ooh, uh talking to them today they know what the shout out is for appreciate both of you go check out carpool gaming in the trophy room if you guys haven't done that amazing yeah. Yeah. people over there love love you guys so uh ethan now that yes, we got sir. that out of the way how about we begin each week like we do way going around the room and asking one simple question that question is what have you been playing oh man okay so i've been playing into no man's sky again they had a new update you know i i that's what that's one of my go-tos kevin i jump back into it when i'm bored when i got nothing else to play new updates really cool um i know this was in a previous update but i ran into a settlement for the first time so for anyone that hasn't played no man's sky in a while 
you can find settlements on certain planets now and manage them. You can do building projects. You can, you know, deal with conflicts between citizens. You can grow the population. You can fix issues within the settlement. It's actually a really cool feature that they did that I think they they put a lot of depth into. And it, it's really fun to sort of manage this thing. And uh, it constantly gives you updates of what's going on in your colony on the planet. And it has a teleporter there that you can go back and sort of manage these conflicts while you're exploring the galaxy and everything. So really, really cool from No Man's Sky. Again, a game that's been out almost five years now. Am I thinking that correctly? It came out a while ago. It's uh, been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, and they've just given us nothing but free content updates. I mean, it's been ridiculous. And, you know, they, they came out after it came out. Obviously, there was all the controversy because it was broken and a lot of broken promises. Um, and they've really bounced back like crazy. And I, I pretty much say it every time I jump back in to a new update. It's really impressive. So any of you No Man's Sky fans out there, make sure to jump back in and try out the new update. Um, other than that, I wanted to talk a little bit about Wolong Fallen Dynasty because Ooh, that do, is... Do you want to talk about it right now or do you want to save it for the review roundup? Ooh, you know what? Let's save it for the review roundup because we're going to be having that discussion anyways. But I did play a lot of the demo of Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Pretty much beat most of the bosses except for the last one, which frustrated the hell out of me. I rage quit. Um, but I should be jumping a little bit into tonight, more tomorrow and into the weekend. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about that a little bit with you, Kev. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear more about Wolong. I have been playing three games primarily since we last spoke. One I cannot talk about, um, but I did finish it. All right. I can say that I have beaten the game that I couldn't talk about, and you will learn about that next week. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, I've been playing Like a Dragon Ishin. Finally hopped back oh, into yeah. it. And it's still just as, as good as I, I said previously. I do think the combat is kind of getting a little repetitive um unfortunately i'm about seven and a half hours in i'm halfway through the get halfway through the main story i should say if i wanted to do everything else if you want 100 percent, it's like 50 hours long i was reading the how long to beat and the completionist was listed as 100 hours okay Kevin. so maybe i'm being a little generous <laughs> there so uh main story wise that's probably 15 20 hours depending on what difficulty you're playing as uh having a great time it's the melodramatic over the top i i'm doing a few side quests here and there like one you just run into this crowd of people that have the weirdest dance they're like e e ja ja and they just move their hands like this and i'm like i don't know what's going on <laughs> but every time like people come up and start harassing them and then you put them in their place and then i, yeah. I finished the quest line and at the end your guy just gets in the line and it's like a close-up <laughs> on his face he's just so you're dancing. protecting the people dancing and then you yeah done. that's beautiful this game is silly uh, what a yakuza mission yeah, right there. there's a side quest where it's like uh, a grandma falls down and it's like oh do you want to help her to her house and i was like you're you got it you're <laughs> you fine. said no <laughs> what is there a morality system in this no, game no <laughs> just just, she just she's gonna lay there until i agree to help her but i'm like i got other things to do right now she's just you laying back after half of the game she's still on the ground I, like, every no. time i run she has a nice question mark on the map every time oh. i run by her she's just laying on the ground there um evil just like i i ran to a courier and sprained his ankle so he can't make his deliveries he's just laying on the ground hurt too and i'm just like <laughs> you're just bodying people out later, there and leaving <laughs> but the game i do want to mention that I, i've been playing uh with the girlfriend uh kirby's return to dreamland deluxe gotta say yep talk to me think 
we're on we're into world three so maybe a little less than halfway we're getting to the halfway part it's not a very long game i love this game nice i love every time i play kirby game it's not the most difficult of tasks right like kirby games are easy but they're just relaxing they're fun they're more of like yeah trying to solve puzzles to get all the collectibles during a level really great and what i've done for this is because i have no interest in being kirby all right i'm not here for kirby so i give her (laughs) the player one controller and then me i'm like i'm gonna be the guest and I'm gonna be my boy King Dedede. So I'm just King a giant <laughs> fat penguin. Walk yeah. it smack. That's all I wanted this game for was to be King Dedede. You can That's be Mennonite awesome. or Bandana D or whatever, but I'm here for King Dedede and I love it. It's so much fun having an absolute blast with that. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely a, a recommend for me. I'll probably talk more about it when we do save the Game Boy for, for March. But yeah, man, such a good time. And it's it's perfect. It's it's one of those perfect games for like uh people that don't play video games that much like right yeah it's just i don't know man it's fantastic absolutely have you picked it up yet i really really want to but like i've talked about in our next story we're going to be talking about a game that i feel like is going to capture a few decades of my life here (laughs) it's going to be a long time it's only like 20 hours long oh i'm going to be playing the hell out of it kevin i got to 100 percent this i got to have fun with this well let's uh let's talk about it then because i know you're champing at the bit uh, and yes, folks, it is champing, not chomping at the bit, in case you're wondering. But story number one is our sure? long. Yes, I'm 100% sure. Common misconception. People say chomping at the bit. It's champing. Champing. Horses champ at the bit. They don't chomp. Who watches horse racing anymore, Kevin? Anyway, story yep. number one is our World Long Fallen Dynasty review roundup. So, World Long Fallen Dynasty drops tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this. And the reviews are in currently sitting at an 82 on Open Ooh. Critic. It's gone down since this morning, Ethan. Yeah. Uh, for our fantasy team, that, that sucks. Still, still good points, but yep. not as good. It seems Team Ninja, though, has another good game on their hands. Mitchell Saltzman at IGN sums up his thoughts by saying, quote, Familiar issues with storytelling and loot aside, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is another great entry in Team Ninja's growing collection of action RPGs that feature some of the best combat in the Souls-like genre, even though those battles start to lose their tension due to a distance lack, oh, distinct lack of enemy variety to fill out the 20-plus-hour runtime. Push Square says, quote, Wolong is an excellent action RPG that offers an even more hardcore take on the increasingly popular Souls-like formula. It's fast, frenetic, and hits like a truck with one of the most mesmeric combat systems we've ever had the pleasure to master. It might scare off more casual players, but those looking for a challenge, well, you can stop looking. So, Ethan, good reviews. Seems like critics are pretty much, it's good, not amazing. I want to know your thoughts. You've played the demo. You're going to be hopping in first thing tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm a little biased here. I am a huge fan of this Dynasty Warriors style gameplay, right? Uh, This sort of hack and slash, big weapons, big pole arms. It's it's really fun to me. Basically, um, doing combos, doing quick attacks, power attacks. Um, I I love that sort of combat, and I love what Team Ninja does with their video games. Um, And I got to say that they knocked it out of the park with this. I love the combat system. Me and Sam were talking. Sam talks about Neo, a game series that... Uh, is really heavily inspired or excuse me that this is really heavily inspired after um, I don't have a lot of experience with Neo, but for anyone out there who has played Neo and really enjoyed that, 
uh, Sam Heaney said that that's pretty much what you should expect when you get into this game. Um, I compare it to basically like Elden Ring and, or excuse me, Dark Souls and Dynasty Warriors had a baby. Um, it's extremely fun. It is difficult. Um, <laughs> Sam said it best. If, if you're good at Sekro, you'll be good at this game. The combat styles are sort of the same. It's very fast paced, very action oriented. There's a double jump. Um, there's a lot more... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Verticality to the maps and everything. And what I think the approach is really cool with the different maps. So you get put into a new level every time. It's not a big open world like Elden Ring, and it's not sort of a world that you backtrack in a lot like Dark Souls. You're put into a new world and you kind of start off at the bottom again, level zero, right? Um, and then you go throughout the world and you find checkpoints and different flag areas to increase your fortitude rank, which is sort of your base rank. And the more enemies you kill, you can upgrade your morality rank, which gets you higher and higher throughout the the, uh, the level. Um, so the fortitude rank is like as low as you can go. Morality, you can go up to a certain maximum. I think the first level, it's 25 is the maximum. But every time you die, you lose a little bit of that morality rank and the okay. enemies gain some morality rank. Um, mm. So I really like that sort of combat system. The whole world seems to revolve around um, your combat. And if you die, you know, certain enemies will upgrade, certain enemies will downgrade as you kill them and they respawn. So you can sort of farm enemies to go into a boss battle to be at a higher level. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's cool. The parry system feels really good. The dodging, I haven't even attempted to really dodge yet. I think the parry is very generous with its timing and there's not really any attacks that you can't parry um, which is sort of different from a lot of the other souls types so um, if you're good at parrying and you're good at timing this is a game that you can really get into i think uh, and enjoy um, and yeah I I'm, I'm really having a great time with it so far that's awesome I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it this was one that i think looks really cool um, I'm not the Souls guy, as anyone, as you know, as anyone no, here yeah, knows. You would not like this. I literally put eight hours in a Bloodborne and <laughs> Rage uninstalled it, okay? You, I, you put a whole eight in it? I don't know, six, eight. It all blends together when you're suffering, all right, you know? <laughs> uh, but in terms of this, I thought the aesthetic to Wolong looked awesome. for Since it was revealed, I was really bummed when they said it was a Souls-like because I was like, oh, man, it's probably too difficult for me. And then reading these reviews, especially the Push Square one, where it's like casuals won't want to play this game i was like i don't unfortunately even with it being on game pass i don't think this is one that i can like yeah. hop into and feel confident that like i'm gonna make any significant ground in it yeah yeah and uh, i i wish there was a, a souls like i played code vein for a little bit but even that one i got i got it's so cumbersome to me yeah. going back to what you said about the art style it really is beautiful if anyone's ever played sekiro you, you, you'll kind of know what I'm saying here in that it's based in obviously feudal Japan or feudal China, right? One of the two. And, and it's kind of like pagodas and different castles in that style and everything. And everything just seems bigger. You know, if anyone's played Sekiro, you just seem so small in that world. And this kind of takes that reign where you're moving throughout the map and it's just like, man, a lot of insurmountable odds are in front of me, but you slowly chip away at them and you slowly get to the next checkpoint to get up your fortitude rank so you can take on the next wave of enemies. And, you know, you're just slowly eating away at all that. And it encourages you to explore the map a lot because there's sort of these like sub checkpoints that are optional kind of. Um, and it encourages you to sort of take the the less 
beaten path and and to go explore a little bit and to fight the special enemy that's on the map that you wouldn't normally have to go take on um but there's a flag behind him and you want to get it to up your fortitude rank so you can take on the final boss so you're taking on this little mini boss that's in the map um just a lot of little perks in there that give you that uh, extra bit of push to to go explore the map a lot of different cool armor sets that you can find a lot of cool weapon sets a lot of cool different fighting styles and spells that you can get to to do combos and everything it just seems like there's so many different ways you can build up your character as well and that's one thing that souls types are people really attached to in souls types is that sort of meta build right and mm -hmm. what different types of characters they can build this is definitely a game i think you can do that like for me personally uh, I mostly use a pole arm, so I have a little bit of speed, but I can still get that length and I can still sort of hit people as they're far away from me. And I like the parry timing on it and everything. So everyone will, you know, try out different weapons. There's the big hammers, of course, there's the quick dual swords, you know, there's a there's a playing style in there for everyone. Um, and there's also ranged. You can do crossbows, you can do bows, all that stuff. So there's a lot of vers versatility in this. Um, I think that Anybody who likes the soul genre, you'll have a combat style on this that you can really attach to and enjoy. Awesome. Yeah, I did hear, um, just for to be uh, transparent, I did hear there were some uh, technical issues, at least for the review copies that yeah. people were were playing, uh, especially on Xbox. Some of the cutscenes were hitching and some, some frame drops during boss battles. But I've also read that the day one patch apparently resolves a lot of issues. So yep. if, you've, if you've played the demo or the, the alpha, I think, last year and you yeah. weren't overly broken <laughs> yeah or we're overly impressed with the technical aspects rest assured some things have been addressed so you should have a much better experience diving in today or whenever you're jumping into it all right yeah. so excited awesome glad it uh glad it got us a few fantasy points too you know yeah I, yeah, yeah, first, yeah especially because it looks i like think it should be more especially <laughs> because it looks like uh destiny lightfall is not gonna come through for yeah, us yeah i don't know what happened with that <laughs> I, Bungie, <laughs> Bungie, what are you doing i thought that was an easy dub for us <laughs> i thought that was an easy 90 yeah what are you doing Bungie? yes <laughs> anyway story number two ethan io interactive has announced their new game so io interactive is known for the hitman series but they've announced their latest project an online fantasy rpg announced on twitter they say they are looking for more developers to help make the game so safe to say it is still years away how are we feeling about them transitioning from hitman to this new online fantasy rpg i'm a big fan of the hitman series i'm a big fan of io interactive um but I, I like them because of their single player experiences. And it seems they've been trying to move towards like a live service model, especially with, a, I think it's Hitman World of Assassination or something like that, that they pulled out um, earlier this year. Um, and now they're talking about this online fantasy RPG. I, I don't know. I, I Again, I'm not a huge MMO guy. I'm not a huge multiplayer only guy. I don't play games like Rainbow Six Siege or Payday or Rocket City Crime Bus. I don't know if you saw the previews for that. It's basically Payday, but really bad. Um, <laughs> just games like that don't really speak to me. Um, and IO Interactive to me is one of the greatest uh, single player game creators that are out there. One of the greatest stealth game creators that are out there. I'm more excited for their James Bond project that they have in the works right now. This speaks nothing to me. Um, especially being an online project, but the James Bond one is what I'm keeping my out eye out for. I hope IO understands that we want their single player games, we want their stealth games, we want what they do best, and that's that's single player stealth games. All right, Ethan, time for me to to put uh, on my contrarian hat here. Oh no, because I don't like the Hitman games. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I know this. I did not enjoy playing them. I did not think the stealth was that good, especially compared to games like Splinter Cell or even uh, Aragami, which I played on Game Pass. I loved my experience Aragami with that. That's fun, a yeah. fun stealth <laughs> game. I fun. did not enjoy Hitman, and I know I'm in the minority there. People love it. That's great. Everyone can everyone can differ. I totally forgot about the James Bond project that they were working yes. on as well. So thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't care about James Bond. So bad. Oh, <laughs> you're just you're just trying to piss everyone off today. Kevin. Yeah, come come at me. Come at me. All right. Oh, Throw oh, Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft sucks. All uh, right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this fantasy RPG, you got me. All right. But online, Ta- Kevin. That could mean a plethora of things. If it's <sighs> If it's like a, a, a online like World of Warcraft thing, yeah, maybe it's not for me. I'm not really looking to spend my time in that. If it's just like a online experience, like you could do co-op and stuff, that is something I okay. can get behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like a go in with a group of people, like four, even six or whatever. Like say just a small group, get your friends together, go out into a fantasy world. That sounds great to me. I would have an absolute blast with that because I am a big nerd. I love the fantasy, high fantasy stuff. And this looks like it's calling to me. So let's get this. Move this up the, the list there, I.O., all right? Appease Kevin Ingsworth specifically, okay? Like, this dude's chatting crap about Hitman. Uh <laughs> No, just focus on James Bond, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I just, I, I don't even know. It's just, to me, the James Bond game is just going to be another Hitman game, but with James Bond. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know enough about the game. Obviously, we have to wait until we see a little bit more info, and, and I think that's the same approach we should take with this game. Like you said, I don't know if this is going to be an MMO or it's going to be a payday style four person jump in, or it's going to be a battle royale for all I freaking know. But it just oh, seems God. that IO Interactive has sort of been, um chasing trends in the last year or so they've been trying to make hitman more of a live service model um instead of a standalone single player game um and this seems like just them trying to go out and chase more trends with this online interactivity which again i'm more of a, a single player person and i think the majority of gamers especially enthusiasts are single player um oriented players so um i don't know i i don't really like that direction We'll find out. We'll see what's going we'll see. on with them. Yep. Um, still years away, like we said. So plenty yeah, of yeah, time yeah. to get more details, and I'm sure we'll cover them as they as they come out. But another announcement we got via Twitter was that Elden Ring is getting DLC, surprising absolutely no one from software has confirmed Elden Ring is getting DLC. They say, quote, rise, tarnished, and let us walk a new path together. An upcoming expansion for Elden Ring called Shadow of the Erd Tree is yep. currently in development. We hope you look forward to new adventures in the land between. So another Souls game that I will have nothing to do with, but you <laughs> liked Elden Ring. So yep. tell me, why should I be excited? What's a, what's an Erd Tree? Well, you shouldn't be excited at all, Kevin. <laughs> you're, you're, you can go to sleep tonight, Happy. You're fine. You don't got to worry about this. Um, Shadow of the Erd Tree, I don't know. I didn't beat the game, Kevin. I'm just going to come out and say it. And I think a lot of Elden Ring players will admit that they didn't beat the game. I put probably 70 hours into it. And I felt like I got my money's worth and I moved on to a different project. Um, I got to like the capital city and I ran all over the capital city, did a bunch of stuff. And then I was like, all right, I'm probably going to, you know, what's you know, what's funny is Elden ring actually has an incredibly high platinum percentage. So a lot of people not only beat the game, but they platinum the game. That's pretty intense. That's pretty intense. But look, Elden ring, obviously one of the greatest games I would say of all time. 
I mean, I, I would put it up there with some of the greatest names of all. I'm not going to personally say it's the greatest game ever. I have my own, but uh, this is definitely up there for a lot of people, probably the favorite game of a lot of people. Um, this is going to be a big DLC drop. It, it'll be really interesting to see some of the uh, videos that come out. I'm obviously going to watch a lot of YouTube videos and see what the different bosses are that they put in. You know, uh, from software is always masters at creating cool enemies and monsters and and telling a story through you know objects and and subtle hints throughout the game. Um, so it'll be really interesting to track that and see all the different lore that comes out of this new DLC project. Um, also, Kevin, ex expansion pass. We can pick that up on Fantasy Critic. Am I right? No limits. Ari grabbed that forever. <gasps> what? Yeah. When? <laughs> same same time they grabbed the um, Forza expansion. Oh, they're too smart. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kevin. it's listen. It says currently in development. It doesn't say coming out this year. So they might be as smart as they think they are. Maybe right. next year we got this. Easy. Yeah. Uh, I also Googled what is the Erd tree and Elden Ring. It says Elden Ring's Erd tree can be seen across the entirety of the lands yeah, between religious as thing. it looms over know. the landscape. Apparently, it's a parasite that's sucking the land dry. It makes for some pretty pictures. I will tell you that. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone that likes to suffer, enjoy your DLC. I personally, like if it was coming out this year, why wouldn't they say coming out this year, right? Right. Yeah. So like, maybe we might we get go, lucky here. Maybe yeah. we go counterpick? Counterpick? Or is that too risky? Too risky. Oh, if we counterpick, it's over. <laughs> Because this thing's getting a 93, 94. You know it. It's a, oh, yeah, yeah. We All ain't right. doing that. That's too risky. Uh, well, story number four is a bit of good news. Uh, well, not good news. A little exciting celebration. Hi-Fi Rush has hit 2 million players, confirmed by Tango Gameworks and Bethesda. Hi-Fi Rush has officially surpassed 2 million players since its January 25th shadow drop. So a little over a month there that this yep. game has been out. Over 2 million players. You and I both beat the game. So. Oh, yeah. We did our review for it. We both absolutely love Hi-Fi Rush. Seems everyone else has as well. That is uh, very good numbers for one month or so on the market. I know Game Pass boosts it a lot, but this is a very niche-style game. Yeah. So good to see this. About to say, 2 million players with a sort of niche-style game. I really do think that sort of shadow drop marketing style really helped them here. A lot of hype was built up around it when they dropped it. Um, yeah, good for that team at Tango Gameworks. The game is an absolutely incredible. If you haven't played it yet, I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's so fun, such vibrant environments, great characters, great story, great fun, great combat, good rhythm, timing. Everything's really great about the game. Um, and I think Tango Gameworks, they knocked it out of the park. They absolutely deserve. I think there, there should be more people playing. I think two million is too low. Get get you, those numbers up, people. Come on, go out. Even if it. you suck at rhythm games, you can still have fun with Hi-Fi Rush. Exactly. I think I've said yeah. this. I I I'm I'm good at rhythm games like Guitar Hero. I used to be able to play Guitar Hero yeah. on medium with my feet. Ooh, medium. Fun fact. Oh, gross. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. I can do it. I can listen. I can do expert with my with my hands. All right. I got oh, bored yeah. one day as a teenager. I was like, what can I do with my feet? Medium. <laughs> medium all right <laughs> never use that sentence again <laughs> you, got you gotta bored. sing all right i, I was singing at the same time while you say you know it's a whole thing all right talent oh, I talent feel i feel you flowing out of my body talent yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh anyway yeah you don't need to be the best rhythm uh player for this it's just a fantastic experience absolutely gorgeous i'm so glad to see that it, it's hitting because i want to see more of these smaller projects come out of the xbox ecosystem yes it yep. seems like things like pentiment which wasn't for everyone but also this is for everyone so these mm -hmm. smaller projects that are going to appeal to a certain certain group of players 
are really hitting. They're reviewing well. They're doing well in terms of sales. So keep that up, Xbox. All right. We don't need every Amen. game to be a big AAA game. These games are fantastic, especially when you have the production quality that Hi-Fi Rush had, which made it seem like a AAA game. Yep. Yeah. And also timing matters with these sort of projects, right? I mean, the end of January, we were kind of in a dry spell there. Dead Space Remake had been out for a little bit. People were already playing that and everything. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy was about to come out. So everyone was kind of looking for that little in-between game between Dead Space Remake and Hogwarts Legacy. And this was just perfect timing for them. So, you know, you got to market these games right. I think these smaller projects, they can be successful most of them but you just got to do the marketing for it and you got to build the hype around it and that's what made hi-fi rush so exciting yeah i was playing fire emblem and then i i stopped and played Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> good choice actually good you know, choice fire emblem was okay Check out the uh, anyway review. ethan our yes, last story here uh i i put abk deal summary okay and oh, i really no. i really sat here and i was like just do we me. even want to talk about this but there were some things that came out that perhaps we should mention. Um, so we're going <laughs> to go through all of them all at once. I'm condensing this as it's a huge, it's not a huge week, but nothing huge broke from this. Okay, so yeah, yeah. one, coming from Forbes, the CMA has responded to the Nintendo Xbox 10-year COD deal by saying, quote, we note the party's submission that challenges with porting a game to Nintendo Switch has not impacted Nintendo's ability to compete on the downstream console market as it offers more games than Xbox and PlayStation, including major games such as Apex Legends, Fortnite, and Doom Eternal. Weird to throw Doom in there. Yeah. However, <laughs> we consider the evidence above shows that relative to the Xbox and PlayStation, the Nintendo Switch does not currently offer the same suite of graphically intensive games that PlayStation and Xbox compete on and may not be capable of offering certain graphically intensive multiplayer games such as COD and does not offer similar user experience in terms of graphics and frame rate. Basically, for anyone that didn't understand that, <laughs> The CMA is like, it's great you made that deal, but the Switch sucks. Where the, <laughs> they're like, where's our Switch Pro? Oh, man. Switch can't handle Call of Duty. Am I, am I leaving anything out there? No, that's essentially what they said. And, you know, we've had this conversation ever since the news broke that Xbox even offered this deal to Nintendo is, you know, they're pushing this idea that we're going to have caught on the next 10 years on Nintendo. And we've talked about how is that going to look? Are we going to have, you know, a specific port of Call of Duty like we had back in the day with the Nintendo DS? Like it's basically a different Call of Duty game that's just down -rezzed. Are we going to have just a single player campaign and no multiplayer functionality? You know, there's so many questions that go into how are they going to put COD on Switch? And I think the CMA, it dare I say, they rightly called out Xbox on this. Because Xbox is pushing this as a way of saying, hey, we want to put this on every platform. Well, I'm sorry. If a platform sucks, we're not going to put... If you want to make it cloud, it's a first-person shooter. You're not going to be able to run this game well on the cloud. It just doesn't make any sense on putting Call of Duty on, on Nintendo Switch. It, Nintendo's got to come out with another console before we could even consider putting this game onto the Nintendo Switch. Because, uh, honestly, you have to run Call of Duty natively to have any competitiveness playing that game like you will fail you will lose every single time if you play this through cloud okay so it, you obviously have to downsize this game to get it onto the switch system so i'm wondering if this is gonna force 
Xbox's hand to say something. I'm wondering if we might see some more juicy details about the future of Nintendo through this because maybe Xbox has it in the their back pocket that hey, we have reassurance from Nintendo that they got something in the works that can run this game. Yo, the Super Switch is about yeah. to drop, yo. You just wait, CMA. You just wait. We're about to get the Super Nintendo Super <laughs> home no, console. I'm, no, for real, though. If they don't call it the Super Switch, they're the missing Switch. a chance. Okay, Because <laughs> it was the Super NES, right? Like the yep. Super. So why not Nintendo just Entertainment throw system. it back? Okay, keep your Switch. But Super Switch, all right? It sounds way better than the Switch Pro. Or whatever yeah. you're gonna you're like super switch that's what we need but yeah. if we're actually talking about this it does very much seem like i think they're being a little short-sighted because it's not just about bringing the call of duty to the nintendo switch it's about bringing call of duty to nintendo for the switch and going forward on right. newer hardware so i don't really get why they're being just focusing on the switch because in here we already know cma doesn't consider nintendo in the in the console market anyway right they <laughs> they've, they've come out and said that yeah, so sure <laughs> their whole their whole roundabout reasoning here it's very silly uh, especially yeah. when they they list do maternal and then the next sentence say doesn't have the same suite of graphically intensive games do maternal is one of the most gorgeous yeah. games that you have yeah. on the current generation of consoles it could it could do amazing things i don't know what it did to make this game run but it is stunning on the 120 mode especially so that's a little you're contradicting yourself but you have to admit that they are right in saying that call of duty can't run on the switch oh yeah i think that's i think that's the main point that they're trying to make and i think that's the whole argument is that Xbox trying to control Call of Duty, that's what's creating the monopoly because Call of Duty is such a big IP. And Xbox trying to argue that they're not doing that by saying, we'll put it on Switch while the CMA is coming out saying, how are you going to do that? That doesn't make sense. You're not going to be able to do that. I mean, I'm sure a version of Call of Duty could run on the Switch, not a good one. Nobody's going to want to play it. Just like how Apex Legends and Overwatch runs on the Switch at 27 FPS. And let's be real here too. The other argument they could use is switch users or anybody who mains Nintendo is not looking for a call of duty, right? Like we're so far removed from the days where call of duty was on the Nintendo systems that people probably don't even have it on their radar that Mm -hmm. are maining the Nintendo switch or that's all they play. So yeah. And if you have another console, but for sure. Yeah. But if if you have another console, you're clearly going to play it on that right <laughs> like nobody nobody just has a nintendo switch for the last seven years being like i'm waiting for call of duty to come on this <laughs> like nobody's doing that kevin but what if i'm looking to pop some heads in the mcdonald's on the wi-fi you ain't doing that buy one you of know? those logitech xbox things i don't know <laughs> anything else come on <laughs> uh well part two of this uh, phil spencer did a recent interview with xbox shocking it it was very much a propaganda piece if we're being honest yeah (laughs) Um, but he reaffirmed starfield's exclusivity for some reason and said that while games like hogwarts legacy had a playstation exclusive quest xbox won't be pulling that nonsense with call of duty when and if the deal goes through A little bit Seems, of shot across yeah, the bow little, there. <laughs> yeah, a little little shot across. I didn't I'm clearly paraphrasing this interview. You can yeah. go listen or read or whatever with it, but he was very much of the adamant that yes, we're well aware that 
Hogwarts Legacy has a PlayStation exclusive content. They've done that with multiple games now. All of uh, Duty. Not just, yeah, not just Hogwarts, but they, Phil Spencer said, he, they've made it very clear if Xbox gets the Activision deal through, Call of Duty is going to have the same content everywhere, no matter where you play. Yeah, I mean, well, PlayStation has done that with Call of Duty for the last, like five iterations of call of duty playstation has always been the home of call of duty in a way that they have you know exclusive content for that system so i think again this is just adding to the narrative that xbox is trying to build that saying hey when we get this ip we're going to treat it better and we're going to make it equal for everybody they they want to push that narrative and i know that maybe that's not the case in the long long run but right now when they're fighting these battles they're they're trying to make that narrative and i think that's just another way to make his case on this yeah, I mean, if this was the Xbox 360 era, I don't think they would be having this because the 360 era, they did have exclusive stuff. Like Call of Duty right. was known on the 360 and mm -hmm. then PS4 generation Call of Duty migrated over there. It's been over a decade that it's been synonymous with PlayStation. They've yep. had exclusive deals all the time. I know yep. uh, Destiny had exclusive weapons and strikes on yep. the PlayStation that before Xbox Bungie got have. bought by them. Yeah, yep. before Bungie got it. So this is part of PlayStation strategy. It's a very valid strategy. I mm -hmm. don't fault them for doing it. The whole the whole purpose of business is to make your console look more enticing, get those sales on your platform. But it is good to know that Xbox won't be doing it with the at least Call of Duty. I don't know about right. any of the other games because they is very much focused on call of duty everything seems to be revolving around call of duty these days all right we don't yeah. hear this about like diablo 4 won't have exclusive stuff on and diablo's Xbox. huge that's a massive part of this deal to me at least no it's it's a massive part i'm saying yeah. like if if the if it goes through and then we do get exclusive diablo stuff on xbox right right phil never promised that that wouldn't happen uh, right like you think they might do that Okay. I don't know. I'm not saying they would. It'd be weird to have uh, have it very outspoken just for Call of Duty and right, then right. change your tone for other things, especially when you have multi-platform games like Minecraft where everything comes everywhere. Yeah, and we, yeah. Don't, we don't get exclusive stuff. So I think it'd be weird. I don't expect them to do that. I'm just saying it leaves the door open for that kind of stuff. Right, or, right. Maybe some, or maybe we get certain things through Game Pass, right? Like being a Game Pass subscriber unlocks things earlier, or yeah. some advantages is mm -hmm. certainly there. Right. All right. Last part of this: the EU is apparently going to approve the acquisition without any request for asset sales. So this came out earlier. Apparently, I think it was from Reuters. Some sources have said that the EU. Mm -hmm. It has been appeased by their deals with NVIDIA and Nintendo, and it's all good. They're going to uh, give their stamp of approval, which knocks off a major block for this. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. The European Union seems to have been falling in line with pretty much every other regulator in the world besides FTC and CMA. Um, and basically saying, yeah, this is perfectly fine. We 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 get why you're doing this. Um, so glad to see it. the gunk is starting to clear out a little bit. We got the two big roadblocks in our way. Um, I think the CMAs seem more aggressive the, than the FTC, or at least more competent than the FTC in a way. I think the FTC is going to completely fail in their lawsuit. The CMA might, you know, be a bit of a hiccup uh, for Xbox, but um, it's it's just good to see the sludge sort of get moving, so we could get away from this, you know, time in our lives and start talking more about the projects that are on the horizon with all these great development studios that are going to be coming from ABK. Yeah, it's. Um... 
it's one of those things where um, I'm sitting here just waiting for the this to be over, to be honest, because I'm so yeah. like every day there's people and then they use it for console fanboy nonsense. It's like, right. see, see this or, or there's a lot of drama with the FTC going on. I know unrelated to this deal, like didn't uh, they tried to block something for meta and then that got overturned recently right, and right. Yep. some people have been resigning. So it's it's not all good at the FTC, so yeah, that no. might play a factor. But I do want to address um, Vertung Mogam. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen you before. Uh, welcome to the the show. Uh, drop a drop a sub or, or like if you're enjoying it. But he says I don't think so. But if there is a if there will be a Diablo Five, it could be fully exclusive. I don't think that will ever happen. Really. Even, Yes, no, I I fully do not expect multi-platform online games such as Diablo, Overwatch, any of those big games to ever go exclusive. I think I think Xbox will always take the approach of putting those multi-platform single-player games, yeah, exclusive. But I don't see a world where they make Overwatch exclusive, Overwatch three exclusive to Xbox, Diablo five exclusive to Xbox. Not, I I would agree with you with Overwatch and. Call of Duty, obviously. I think those are going to stay multi-plat because, again, those sort of games live and die by the size of their community. A game like Diablo, though, I could definitely see being an exclusive game, especially if you have the PC side locked down as well. A lot of Diablo players are PC players, right? Mm -hmm. A big chunk of that community is on PC. Me, I've only ever played Diablo on PC. Yeah, a lot of people have only ever played Diablo on PC. Um, so I think I, I could definitely see them locking down Diablo. I think that is an easier pill to swallow than, let's say, a Call of Duty or an Overwatch um, because you're not going to have to deactivate a, a million accounts that are on PlayStation to do it um, because, I mean, Diablo 5 will be a brand new video game, right? Um, so uh, I, I would almost agree that Diablo 5 might actually be an exclusive. Uh, I haven't heard anything from Xbox saying that they wouldn't want it to be an exclusive. I feel like they would be highlighting that Diablo would stay multi-plat along with the other games that they have been highlighting will stay multi-plat. Well, we know Diablo 4 is multi-plat. Right. Like, but that's probably existing contracts, right? Like the game's already basically out the door at this point, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very much in the mindset that unless you're a single player game, like maybe, and even then I have some doubts. I have some doubts that Crash Bandicoot goes exclusive. I have some doubts that Spyro goes exclusive. Really? Yeah, it's just because of their legacy on those other platforms, it could happen. The size of this deal is different than Bethesda to me, all right? Like right. Bethesda almost, its its lineage was with Xbox, like, yeah. or in PC, and that's still what's going on. But those games are synonymous with PlayStation, right? So it'd be yeah. it, it'd be weird not to see them over there. I'm not saying it it wouldn't go exclusive. They have every right to make those games exclusive. Right. I think right. the I think from a business sense, it makes much more logical sense to be like, okay, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro are like our kid-friendly mascot platformers now right, because right. we hate Banjo-Kazooie and we want to make Kevin cry. Um, <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense. But in terms of taking away games like Diablo where you would need 
a giant player base because it does want you to do things like riffs with other people. You yeah, hoop up yeah. the auction house, which I don't know if it's bigger return, uh, maybe not in the same way it did last time because I made some money off the auction house. Did I ever tell you that? I made some money off the auction house. <laughs> no, you right? didn't. Before they, before they nerfed it and was like, we can't make real <laughs> money anymore. I'm like, all right, well, I would, I would literally sit there for hours every day and like run stuff to get items and i'd put like them up the trading store at wall street <laughs> just throwing up tickets it's yeah I'd be like, What's, and then i'd undercut people i'd be like all right <laughs> try to, i broke that's why the economy was broken in diablo 3 kevin oh, ainsworth so funny. but um i i don't know i'm very much in the mindset of if there's any acquisitions that will reduce will will not result in exclusives i think this is probably the one i don't really care or expect that many exclusives unless they're new ip or single player games everything else i think yeah. status quo this is simply about getting game pass getting perks getting revenue to fund more things yeah well i guess, I guess we'll see because i i feel like xbox right now is trying to put on a friendly face to sort of oh, get they are. out of all the obviously they are right and i feel like once everything has sort of blown over and all these lawsuits are over we're going to start see them taking those steps to sort of lock down a lot of different ip and we're going to start seeing the actual business side of xbox coming through and and doing things like that i could personally totally see diablo on the chopping block for playstation call of duty i think that's going to stay everywhere i think they want to keep it that way so there's not another round of lawsuits and co controversies and fanboyism that goes crazy and blows up all over the world um i think though diablo could definitely be on the chopping block we'll see we'll see yes we'll find out but yeah that's actually all we have for this week it's a very uh very short news week we don't have yep. any listener questions this week so guys if you do want to be featured on the show please tweet at us at save game media over on twitter or come join the discord you can ask questions in there and we'll answer them live on the show ethan where can people find you though if they want to stay up to date with everything on that very same discord come talk about wolong fallen dynasty we're gonna be talking about that the nest this weekend it's gonna be a good time i won't be i'll be playing like a dragon kirby <laughs> and then uh the quarry i have the quarry downloaded ready Ooh, to go finally i'm so excited for next week for you to tell and, uh, me about the quarry. i don't know i depends on i'm um, because i'm gonna play it with the with uh with the girlfriend so it depends <gasps> on how Ooh, yeah i showed her the trailer i was like listen do you want to play this scary game with me um because has it has look david david arquette from scream all right you know him let's and she she's down so i but i think cool we want to be clear how first. it does uh does co-op because i played it single player so should be fun. yeah it's it's one of those things where you could just pass the controller back and forth right like that's it that's usually how suit oh you don't need to think okay. so <laughs> all right all right well i'll report on it whenever i play it but until then you can follow me at the muffin mon on twitter it's a one and seven i owen seven a follow us at save game media like i said and fun little tidbit ethan i joined a zoom meeting because i'm working from home oh, from my zoom. personal zoom account yep. last thing i did on that personal zoom account was join uh the iron lords podcast so oh, my no. name said the muffin mon and <laughs> all my outed. all my coworkers saw it and thought it was they're like what the hell is you've been on? outed kevin <laughs> they're like did i say the muffin man i was like i don't know what you're talking about you guys have seen stuff anyway <laughs> You didn't we'll see it. it yeah i was gaslighting my coworkers like you're <laughs> seeing stuff you're <laughs> wine <laughs> anyway we'll see you next week goodbye everyone peace